0: Hey, what's up? We're Brave Youth, a youth movement happening all across Miami, starting at our home, Brave Church. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We can't wait to see how God's going to use it to change your life. Enjoy the message. Come on, so if you're ready to receive, just say, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, we're here, God. We love you. We're ready to hear your voice, God. We're ready to hear you speak to us, God. We don't come for the hype, God, but we're so glad that we can have fun in church and still experience your presence. So God, I pray right now, God, that, that you would move in your house. God, we don't have to, to, to invite you in because this is your house, God. We are, we, we are guests in your house tonight, Lord. So would you show off and would you show up in mighty ways. Come on, one more time. Can you give God a shout of praise like you know he deserves it? Oh, praise God. Hey, hey, as you're seated, go ahead and just say, it's feeding time. It's feeding time. Hey, clap it up for the band, man. Clap it up for the band. Amazing, man. I'm so excited. So stinking excited. How many of you guys were at Encounter Weekend? Anybody at Encounter Weekend? Come on. Wasn't that just life-changing, man? My life legitimately was marked forever, um, was changed in ways that I didn't think were possible. Uh, so thank you for those of you who were there, and for those of you who weren't there, man, you missed it, okay? But guess what? Camp, I promise you, is going to be 20 million times better than Encounter. Come on, how me believe that. So listen, you need to get registered for camp. Hey, I told somebody that I was going to do this, so I hope they're not taken off guard. But I just feel that it's so special um, um, when we have a guest that just tries so hard to make it to youth. Okay, we have a new person in the building. Clap it up for our new guest today. Okay, I'm so stinking excited because I met this person before service, and I was just like, I, I gotta tell your story. So come on, can we just can we just give a round of applause for Davani? Davani, come on, Davani, Davani, just jump up here real fast, Davani. This is Davani. Okay, I love Davani because come on, this girl got swag, y'all. Okay, my goodness, I saw her champion. I was like, dang girl, you belong here. Okay, you belong here. Everybody point to her and say, You belong here, girl. Okay, I already said your name, but go ahead and say your name. Devonnie. How did you hear about Brave Youth? I love this. how did you hear about Brave Youth? Um, my mom's boyfriend actually. Okay, your mom's boyfriend. And when was the first time when was the first time that you came to Brave? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Okay, I love it. You came to Brave three weeks ago. And 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 and, and, and this weekend, where were you at this weekend? Encounter. Encounter weekend. Come on. She came to Encounter. But this is my favorite part. This is my favorite. Where do you live? Fort Lauderdale. She lives in Fort Lauderdale. And she drove all the way here just to hang out with us. Come on. Clap it up for her. Thank you so much for being here, girl. We love you. We love you. We love you. Come on. Come on. I love when people drive. Like, like, all of, like, listen, you guys do not have an excuse. Touch your neighbor. Say, you ain't got no excuse no more. Okay. Thank you for being here. Welcome to the family. We're so glad that you're here. Hey, we're in a brand new series about love, dating, relationships, boo things. Come on. Anybody excited to talk about relationships today? I am so stinking excited for this next four weeks that we're going to be talking about relationships because how many know, like like, come on, there comes a time. When, like, you just don't think that girls have cooties anymore. Can I get an amen? Like, I know there are some of you in this room still. You're like, nah, dude, boys, they got cooties. Girls, they got cooties. But there will come a time in your life when you're like, dude, you know what? I think I am ready. It's funny because... um as I think back to my life, I, I love pickup lines. Anybody love pickup lines? Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to help somebody in the room tonight. Okay, like you got a, you got like a, a crush. You got a, you got somebody that you've been trying to invite to church, and you're just like, man, I need a, I need a pickup line for. I got some for you. Okay, so listen, take notes because note takers are. Notetakers. No, no, you're not supposed to say that to this. Okay, don't take notes on these. Okay. Hey girl, Joshua did seven laps. How many laps I got to take to make you fall for me? Oh, <laughs> Bible. <laughs> Bible. If she ain't know her Bible, then, then, then she ain't going to know that joke. But then that just means that she ain't the one anyway. So um, li- these are Christian, by the way. These are, these are Christian pickup lines. Number two is, um, is this one. Um, hey, if we were around during Noah's time, I think we would have made a great pair. Uh, <laughs> I like how some of you guys are laughing like you got, understand the context and you have no idea, but you see other people laughing you're like, ha ha ha, ha that was a good one, <laughs> number three Hi, hi, I'm Will God's Will oh, yeah. Anybody? No, 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 that, that's, that one's going to work, just walk up to someone and they'll be like Will, get on my face um, <laughs> Hey, what's your name and number so I can add you to my prayer list Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I feel like John has used that one more than once. (laughs) Come on. Come on. (laughs) Funny thing is, girls are like, John, I know you're hitting on me. John's like, no, I actually wanted to pray for you. (laughs) I love you, John. I love you, John. This is my my last one. Hey, 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 don't walk away from me. You may not think I'm perfect, but Jesus thinks I'm to die for. So, girl, let's make this thing come to life. (laughs) Yeah? No? No. That was a good one. That was a good one. You guys like that one? All right. You guys, those are free. Those are free. Got me married, so maybe it'll work for you, too. Um, I love, I love, I love, I love the puppy dog stage of love. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I was in elementary school, and, uh, you know, like, I like to think that I was a a stud muffin. Without the stud, I was just a muffin. (laughs) I was just a muffin in elementary, but... I would walk around, you know. I would write girls love letters, and and it's funny because maybe you can relate. But all of my love letters had like the stamp of approval. I, I might have write, wrote like ten thousand love letters. I don't know how many I wrote, but every single one had something at the end. It went something like this: X O X O. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like like you wrote that. Like sometimes, like when I really liked a girl, I'd be like X O X O X O X O. X-O-P-S-X-O-X-O, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when I like really like the girl, I'm just like X X X X X X X O X X X X O X O X O. you know? I think it's so funny because whether you're in this room tonight and you might be in middle school, you're like, dude, I'm just trying to discover who I am. Like uh, girls got cooties, boys got cooties. I don't know what you're talking about. Or even if you are a married couple, you're like, man, I'm already married. I got my relationship going. Whether whatever area on the spectrum you are, I believe that there are some foundational elements that you need to know about love. Okay, why is it so important for us to talk about love for four weeks? Because how many know the world talks about relationships, but they got it all messed up. So I I believe that over these next four weeks, we're going to set the new standard. Anybody want to set the new standard for what love looks like, for what healthy relationships look like? I want to help somebody. Listen, these next four weeks are going to look a little bit different. Okay, it's not going to be as much preaching. It's going to be more teaching. That's why you got to take notes, because I want to help you with your future. Okay, many times I want to help you with your present, like where you presently are, the current situations that you're on. But now I want to preach you for four weeks and help you with your future because whether you're in middle school or you are already married, how many know? Like, like at some point you will be in a relationship. There are two fundamental truths that you have to know about yourself. Watch this, write these two things down. Number one is this: you were made to be loved, and you were made to be in love. Whoa. I know, I know some of, I saw some of the guys, they were like, whew, thank God. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> you know, thank God I was made to be in love because I wasn't so sure. But you might be saying, where does it say that? In Scripture, 1 John four nineteen says, we love because he first loved us. What does that tell me? That just edifies those two truths that I just said is that God loves you, so you are created to be loved. You were created to be loved by our Father, our Heavenly Father. Whether you're in this room tonight, you don't have a mom, you don't have a dad, I came to tell you that you have a Heavenly Father that loves you. He called you out of darkness and into His light. He loves you. That is just a fundamental truth. God loves you. Otherwise, He wouldn't have created you. But watch the second part of this. is that It says, you loved us, so now we can love. <laughs> we can love. That's why in Genesis, Adam is by himself in the garden and, and God's like, man, dear Lord, i got to get this man a woman. Because, like, alone, he's going to, like, mess this thing up. He's going to blow something. I don't know what guys do, whatever guys do. But he needs a partner. He needs somebody to help him in life. Alone, he can accomplish some. But with somebody that he can love, with somebody that he can have a relationship with, with somebody that he can be united to, he can do more than he could do on his own. You were made to be in love. You were made to be loved by God. You see... One of the most common questions that I get asked is, how do I find the one? People ask me all the time, Pastor D, how do I find the one? I got like, like so many people. I, out of all of the questions that I've been asked in my entire life, that is the most common question. How do I find the one? But the, uh, the reality is that that answer is like so easy. I can tell you the answer. You go to church. You find the girl or the boy that is raising their hands, that's preaching back, that's taking sermon notes, that's engaged at the altars, that's on their knees, at their face. After service, you go up to them and say, will you go on a date with me? And if they say yes, then they are not the one. But if they say, no, my heart is dedicated to Jesus, I don't need a boyfriend, I don't need a girlfriend in my life, then you know, oh boy, you better go take their name, put it in your journal, and begin praying day and night for the day that they come back and say, I'm ready to be in a relationship with you. That's how you find the one. It's very simple. It's funny. Man, how do I find the one? Uh, You go out and you talk to someone. (laughs) Like, like, it's really not that hard in a city in Miami where there's two million people. Like, finding a girl, finding a boy that's on fire for Jesus really is not that hard. You know what is hard? It's not finding the one. What's really hard is keeping the one. Like, like, like man, I want to find the one. Okay, well, when you find them, you better have a plan to keep them in your life. Like when you find that person, you better have a plan to say, you know what, now that I found you, I don't know what to do. No, that's not going to work. You see, I wonder if it's more important for you to be concerned not with who it is, but what you're going to do when you found that person. Today I want to give you some, some keys, four keys to some relationship buildings. Like I said, I want to help you with your future. I believe that this is going to help you so far into your future so that when you do find the one, they look at you and they say, oh, you had a plan. Oh, you're ready. I'm not just in this for a spring, spring fling, but I am in this for the long haul. Would anybody enjoy that? Right? Like, 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 like how sad would it be if you found the one and they're like, what's your plan? And you're like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I want to give you some, I want to give you some keys today. To begin building on the foundation of who you will one day become. Okay. I want to build on the foundation of the future you. Write this down if you're taking notes today. Number one, you can't know what love is if you don't know who God is. This is a love fundamental. Just like in basketball, the fundamentals of love are are basketball, dribbling, shooting, uh, like, like getting the right arch, bending your knees. This is a fundamental truth of love and relationships. Okay, you cannot know what love is if you don't know who God is. Why? Because in John 13, 34, it says this, and now I have a new commandment, love one another just as I have loved you, so you must love one another. You see, it's funny because he says, love one another, and then he realizes, oh, wait, don't just love one another, but make sure that you love one another just as I have loved you. It's not a what's up, bro kind of love. It's not a hey, hey, I'm so in like with you kind of love. It's an overwhelming, it's a reckless kind of love. You see, you can't know what love is unless you know who God is. In other words, love, it's, it's, it's so vital. It's so important. You see, the reason that, that, that I'm so infatuated with who God is is because I want to love people better. And the more that I can learn about God's characteristics, the more that I can learn about who he is, the more I can learn about who he says I am, the more I can love myself. Because how many know sometimes when you wake up, it's hard to love yourself. You ever just wake up and you look in your mirror and you're just like, man, I am ugly. (laughs) I do. Like, shoot, like, who is that? Like, honestly, like, you ever do that? Like, sometimes you just look in the mirror, you're like, man, that is an ugly person standing in the mirror. It's hard to love yourself, but it's easy to love yourself when you know that God loved you first, when you know that he created you in his image, when he knows that he wrapped you, he formed you, he knitted you in your mother's room before you even know, and that's why it's so important to know God. You see, this year, I I, I made it a priority of mine to just fall in love with God. I only have one New Year's resolution. That's it. It's every single morning, God, I want to fall in love with you more and more and more and more and more. Because the more I fall in love with God, the better I can love myself, the better I can love my family, the better I can love my wife, the better I can love this church, the better I can love my community, the better I can love everything around me. See, you, you, can't, you can't know what love is unless you you know who God is. you got to realize, listen, that God God is the essence of love. Listen, God God does not, he does not give love. God, God does not just like rain down love. God is love. He's the very definition of love. Where does it say that in the Bible? 1 John 4, 7, it says this, Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. Oh, I'm so thankful that God is love. What does that scripture tell me? It tells me, write this down, number two, that love is a verb, it's not a noun. Love is an action, it's not a thing. John three sixteen. for God showed his love for the world in this way. He gave his only son. Notice those words are action words, they're not thing words. Love is not a thing. Love is an action. Love is a display. It's not a feeling. It's not an affection. It's not an emotion. It is an action. You see, that's why I love what Pastor Witt talked about last week. Saying, you know what, like, like what if you just chose to love even when other people didn't love you? What if love was an instinct? What if it was a verb that just happened? See, like, like, like you can be angry, but you can still choose love. You can be discouraged, but you can still choose love, right? Like, like you can disagree with somebody, but you can still choose love. Did you know that Pastor Witten and I have a great relationship, but when she walked into my life and I walked into her life, there was a whole lot of baggage that we brought to each other. There was things that she brought to me, and I was like, ooh, girl, you dirty. I don't want those kinds of things in my life. But I chose to love. There were things that I brought, and she was like, ooh, that's nasty. I don't want that in our relationship. But guess what? She chose to love. I love it because every single argument has been settled with love. Every single dispute has been settled with love. Why? Because love is a verb. I'm so thankful today that we have a God that didn't just say that he loved us, but he showed us that he loved us by sending his son to die on the cross. And he said, oh, I'm here for the saint and I'm here for the sinner. I'm going to show you my love. I'm not just going to say it. It's a verb. It's an action. I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see, if you can get this in your mind that it is not a noun, it is a verb, then all of a sudden... Your life can be activated with love. You want a strong relationship? Let love be a verb. You see, here's why it's important for love not to be a feeling. Because you can fall out of feelings. People always, ah, I, don't, I don't like anymore. I don't like her anymore. I fell out of love. No, you didn't fall out. You just chose not to love. And with that, you, you didn't fall in love. You just chose to love that person. You got, you got to recognize that, that it's not a feeling. You, you, be careful that you, that you say, man, I, I've got this feeling that, that I just can't contain. No, you can't contain it because it's an action. It's, it's a verb. It's, a, it's something that you choose to do. Love is a verb. It's not a noun. So, so important. He said, God showed us his love by giving his son to us. Number three, write this down. Good relationships are developed with good character. Good relationships are developed with good character. Galatians 5, to 23, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Did you know that character is a root in your life? It's not something that is seen on the outside. Character is what you do behind closed doors. Character is the choices that you make when nobody's watching. Character is the inner you that says, man, is this right or is this wrong? It's a root. And the deeper that you can get those roots, the more fruit that you can have in your life. But watch this. If there are no roots, then there will be no fruits. (laughs) I love it because this scripture is so vital. It says that the fruit of the spirit is love. I would say, man, if you're not producing love in your life, then it means that you have no roots in your life. That means that your character must be flawed to some extent. That must mean that that you have not been getting better by yourself. You see, I'm going to be honest with you. Every day, thank you, Armin. Um, Every day, (laughs) I feel safe, thank you. Um, Every day when I wake up, I fall more and more in love with my wife than I did the first day. I knew that I was going to get that response from you, but the reality is this, is It's not just because I wake up and naturally love her. It's because every single day when I wake up, I make it a priority for myself to be better than I was yesterday. And the better that I can be, the better I can love. The better that I can wake up and say, you know what? Today is not going to be yesterday. I don't want to be the person that I was yesterday. I want to be a new person today. Now I can experience a new kind of love. Some of you haven't experienced a new kind of love because you haven't changed. And can I be honest with you? Your future spouse, your future girlfriend, your future boyfriend—they don't want to be with the you that you are right now. Because <laughs> I'm looking out like y'all nasty. <laughs> Listen, don't get offended, because I'm speaking to myself too. But what if you stopped saying, you know what? I wanna, I wanna, I wanna find the one. Instead, you said, man, I wanna find. The one that I want my wife to have one day, (laughs) like 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 I want to find the me that I need to be in order to keep the her that I want to have, right? Like like I want to be a better version of myself every single day because the better I can get, the better I can love. The better I can be, the better that I can love. I, I I love I love it because love has no limit. Love has no limit. I was I was just talking. The band can come up here. I was just talking to a lady on Sunday, and one of my favorite couples at Brave, and I just came up to her, and I was just like, man, honestly, I, I'm on the stage a lot on Sundays, and anytime that I'm just like, dude, I just feel like these people aren't getting it. I feel like, you know, like, like nobody's hearing me. I just look at this couple because this couple, they're just so precious. They're an older couple. They're always smiling. They're always joyful. They're always like this. And every time I just look at them, I just get filled with joy. So I went up to them and I just said, hey, you are such a blessing to my life. And I just asked them a simple question. How have you done it? How have you done it? You know, you guys have been married for so long. Like, how have you done it? And it's so funny. She turns to me and she said, man, you got to understand, these weren't her exact words. But she said, love has no limit. She says, people say marriage is hard. People say relationships are hard. But I've been married to this man for 17 years, and the only regret that I have is not meeting him sooner. You see, but, but, but the, the issue though is the issue though is, is that many times we think that love has a limit. We think that there is a point that we reach in this love walk, in this like walk, in this relationship walk where it's like, man, the sparks aren't flying anymore. Man, these things aren't, they're not happening anymore. Man, I don't have those same kinds of butterflies. Did you know that love doesn't have limits, but it doesn't always feel the same? Like, I'll be honest with you. I love my wife. I'm, I'm in love with my wife, and, 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 and I, I just love her. But there was a new kind of love that God showed me when my baby was introduced to me. It was a different kind of love. It was a love that I didn't even know I could experience here on this earth. All of a sudden, I was in love with this little creature, human being, that was staring back at me. And, and, and I looked at her and I said, Man, I, I'm, I love you, but it's a different kind of love. You gotta realize that love does not have a limit, there's not a, a capacity that says, Okay, like, like you've reached the max capacity. There's no more love that can be found there. No, no love, love doesn't have a limit. It's always changing. It always looks different. It always sounds different. It always feels different. It doesn't have a, a limit. Man, I want to be someone that at the end of my life, when I'm on my deathbed, I can look at my wife and I can look at the people in my life that I've loved, my kids, my grandkids, my family, this church, you guys. And I can truly say, Even on my last breath, I'm still experiencing a new kind of love. I never want to get to a place where I'm like, man, I've reached the limit of my love. I always want there to be something new that I can say, man, God, thank you for showing me a new kind of love. Number four, write this down. This is my last and final point. Love always has the final word. Love always. Always has the final word. Listen to this. Love always finishes what it started. Jesus was hanging on the cross after being slain, beaten, stabbed, spit on, humiliated, violated, left for dead, and still when he had every right to be angry, when he had every right to be mad, when he had every right to say God, I'm done with this cross thing. He says this in Luke 23. He says, Jesus said, Father, these people that have betrayed me, these people that have humiliated me, these people that have come against me, God, would you forgive them? Because they don't know what they're doing. And as he said this, they were dividing up his clothes and casting lots and still mocking him. How is it that you can be hanging on a cross And still choose love. I believe that this is one of the greatest displays that Jesus has ever given us that we can see in the Bible. Truly. Because it's even when he's on the cross that he doesn't say no 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 before I die anger is gonna have the last word. No 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 before I die shame is gonna have the last word. No, 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 before I die, sadness is going to have the final word. No, 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 Before, before I die, these thorns are going to have the final word. These nails are going to have the final word. No, 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 love is going to have the final word. So God, would you forgive these people who have trespassed against me, even though I've had a sinless life, even though I've done nothing wrong, but love is going to have the final word. Love has the final word. Would you, everybody stand to your feet with me tonight. Love always has the final word. You know, when I'm fighting with people that I love, when I'm fighting with my brothers, when I'm fighting with my wife, when I'm fighting with my daughter, (laughs) it's funny because we can get in disagreements, but at the end of the day, love is always going to have the final word like did you know that you can run away from God as far and as fast as you want to but he will still be sitting on the porch saying you know what I'm not going to be mad at you I'm not ashamed of you you are not guilty but love has the final word I believe this I believe some of you hatred has had the final word in your life For some of you, unforgiveness has had the final word in your life. For some of you, you don't want to be in a relationship because a breakup has had the final word in your life. I would suggest to you that if you would at least release the grip of the thing that's been holding you and say, God, I'm chasing love. I'm letting go of the breakup. I'm chasing love. God, God, I'm letting go of that bad relationship. I'm chasing love. I'm letting go of the things that happened to me that I didn't want to happen to me. I'm chasing love. God, I'm I'm leaving behind the abandonment and the daddy issues that I've had because I know that there's a heavenly father that loves me. So I am choosing love, and love is going to have the final word in my life. This is such a foundational message for you. Because if you can get this right, then you're not going to be a statistics like your parents that couldn't make it and got a divorce. If you can get this right, then you're not going to be a statistic of a teen pregnancy because you gave away your heart away too early. You're not going to be a statistic of something bad that happened to you because you said, no, I have a strong foundation. I'm standing on the rock that is Jesus. I know love because I know God. And love always has the final word. I don't know what you came in with today, but here's what I believe I believe there's no better way to start this four week message than to just be in God's presence because in the presence there is the purest form of love. You know, you can't be in God's presence and be mad. Anybody ever came to youth and you're just like tired from school, you're stressed out, but all of a sudden you get into a worship environment, and all of a sudden it's like the weight is lifted off you. You know what that is? That's the love of the Father saying, guess what? Your burden is heavy, but my yoke is easy, and my burden is light, so I'm going to carry that for you because I love you. We're going to sing a song, one of my favorite worship songs of all time. that talks all about God's love. And I'm not going to make an altar call right now. I'm not going to tell you what you have to do, but I'm going to open up these altars for you if you would like to come and experience God's love tonight. We're going to sing this song, and then I'm going to come back up here, and we're going to close, but come on, just tonight, I just feel like God wants to pour out His love with you. If you want to come, then come now and experience God's love that will saturate your life. It's a love that you cannot understand. It's a love that you cannot fathom or imagine, but it's a love that God gives freely. It's a love of salvation. It's a love of His Son that He sent to die on a cross for you. And while he was on that cross, he was not just thinking of a nation, but he was thinking of your name. He was thinking of you being here tonight so that you could experience the fruit of what happened thousands of years ago. It was his love. So right now, God, I ask, God, I beg you to send your love down like a flood, God. God, I pray that you would break hardened hearts, Jesus. That you would mend, God, the pieces God that have been tarnished Jesus and you would show us your love God oh God come on let's worship him right now Jesus we worship you thanks for hanging out with us if you like this message hit subscribe and stay connected by visiting us at brave.guide we'll see you next time and remember no turning back the best is yet to come